Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Church Public. I am glad that you joined us today. I want to be encouraging you today. I want to help you understand your potential and what you can do when you plug into the power of God in your life. God bless. And here we go. Hey, Church Public, I hope you're doing well. I hope this day finds you in a place where you are happy and full of peace in your life. I know that uh, is not the case for some of us. Some people are frustrated. Some people are full of fear. There is a lot going on. There's a lot going on in the world. There's a lot going on in the news right now. Um, And uh, today I'm not going to cover that today. I'm just going to cover a more general view of some of the things that I think are going on. And I want to give you a a call, a wake-up call, hopefully, that you can personally grow through this time. I don't know where you are. I don't know what you are doing. There are churches in California that are still closed. I know there are churches across America that are still closed. There are some churches that are open, and there are some churches across America that are open. Some are fighting against governments um, and fighting against some of the local and state leaders to stay open, and some are just fighting to maintain that they're still open. Schools across America. Some schools are uh, opening carefully. Some have opened and have had to reclose. Some are still closed, uh, maybe with no signs of them being open. There are places where restaurants are closed. There are places where restaurants are beginning to open. There are businesses that are closed. Some businesses are, are beginning to open, but there's just a lot of uncertainty going on. There's a lot of just who knows what this world is going to bring. What is this fall going to bring? Am I going to be able to work? Are my kids going to school? There are so many questions, and it's created this spirit of fear, and it's created this just kind of spirit of of craziness and and it has its own like emotional spiritual fever that uh, that is just sweeping across America and even beyond where what are we going to do what are we going to do with all this and how are we going to live and and how are we going to educate our kids some moms and dads are being forced to homeschool for the very first time and uh a lot of uncertainty in how do you do that? What if you haven't been a homeschool parent? Uh, how are you supposed to teach your kid? And churches being closed and many people are watching online. And even though some churches have opened, there are many people who are unable or just don't feel comfortable going back to a physical location. And and what are people going to do with church? Um, some people are doing it online. Some people are doing no church at all. And the spirit of fear from the virus, from the, the protests, the riots, all sorts of things that are going on, um, it leaves us in this very unsettled state in America. And I know some of you feel that and some of you are, are, are having that. Let me suggest um, that this can be an opportunity um, a different way to think about this is the opportunity that it brings, especially for us in the church, especially for us that follow Jesus. And uh, if you're out there and you, you don't follow Jesus, uh, I, I hope that you can seek after God and I hope that you can find him. I personally cannot imagine um, how to move forward in my life if I didn't have the hope that I have 
through God and, and through his son, Jesus Christ, I, I don't know what I would do because for me, I have no hope in the politicians that they're going to save us. And, and I have little hope in the scientists because they're all disagreeing on what's the right thing. And so how can we put hope in them? The only person for me that I can put hope in is, is the God who saves and the God who has made creation out of nothing and the God who watches over me and, and said that I have life and, and breath and the God that gives me life eternal, life beyond even this life, but wants to give me this life abundantly. I don't know how I would have hope without all of those things uh, and more that, that you get in, in your relationship with Jesus, the peace uh, that comes. Um, but what I want to suggest is just a different way to, to look at all this. I, I think this is a great opportunity. Never before in my life have I been forced to take such a long, almost sabbatical. Never before in my life have I been forced to stay home with my family for weeks and weeks and weeks. And some of you are frustrated by this. And, and I know some of you are tired of all of this. But if we can get past that for a second, we can see this opportunity. We have this chance while school is closed or partially open. We have this chance to teach our kids. We have the chance while churches are closed or partially open to have Bible studies in, in our house, studying with your family, studying with your neighbors, studying for yourself. How are you going to use this time to study with your family, to study with your neighbors, um, to dive into your own personal study uh, of, of Jesus? And, and how are you going to do this? How are you going to take advantage of this time when maybe more than other times you, you do have more time? Um, some of the sports have been canceled or are limited, so you're not watching those. Uh, some of the other events that you used to go to are closed, uh, so you're not going to those. You, you should have more time. And I just hope and I pray for you that you use this time to get into God's Word. If you've never read it before, start in John. Um, it's, a, it's a great and easy-to-read book about the life of Jesus. Um, and then there's a ton of other books in the Bible that are great. Start with some of the letters or read Psalms. Psalms is such a great place to get daily encouragement um, in your relationship with God and see how others who went before you have struggled with God. Read Proverbs, just downright practical application to your life. And then there are an innumerable amount of devotionals that you could get into um, that just help you understand God, help you understand the Bible, help you understand yourself and, and what that looks like for you. Um, so how are you going to find this time? And when we're talking about our kids, uh, you know, like if you have kids and if they're going to school or going to school in a limited amount or, or not going to school at all, I mean, what a great opportunity that you have to teach your kids. And sure, you've got to do the math and science and English and those types of things. But I'm talking about teaching them about life, teaching them about how to love, even love one another. I know with me and my kids um, and my wife and, and our family, um, the way that we are trying to teach them how to be good to each other is itself uh, a day and night battle, just to, to be kind and, and to go through that. Um, but how are you going to teach them about God? And are you going to crack the Bible? And are you going to um, read with them? Are you going to teach them? Are you going to have those hard conversations at the dinner table where you're talking about 
some spiritual application of, of what's going on in their lives and obviously age appropriate, but start having those conversations. What a great time to lean in and, and be part of that family. And fathers, I mean, this is a great time for you. If you've been wondering, um, how do I lead and, and how do I teach my kids? Jump into it. I mean, lead your family. Um, you know, start reading and start uh, talking to your kids. I mean, even these conversations are, are so good. The conversations to jump in and just figure out where your kids are. And, and um, if you don't know enough, again, take a step back and, and start reading and, and read John, read Psalms, read some of those Bible verses. And then if you don't know anything else, just present that to your family. I mean, it's not, it doesn't have to be super complicated and you don't have to have all these degrees to teach your family about what the Bible is saying. Just read it together and talk about it and figure it out. And if you don't know, there's plenty of resources um, to help you figure out what the Bible is saying. But what a great opportunity to jump in and and to lead and to follow God together as a family. And then if you feel comfortable, bring some of your neighbors into this and, and bring some of your neighbors into this environment and start talking with them if, if they're interested. Some of your friends, um, again, if you feel comfortable, have them over for dinner and, and just talk about how they're doing and, and lean into their lives and um, create those connections and find those moments together. I mean, we need this. And especially during this time when we're starved for connection and, uh, and attention between humans. I mean, we, we just need this. We weren't meant to be alone. In fact, one of the things that God told the very first humans, Adam and Eve is uh, he told Adam, it's not good for you to be alone and created Eve. I mean, we need other people. We need other people around us. And um, this is a great opportunity for you to lean in and figure out how God wants to use you today in your family. If you are going back to work, check in with those around you at work. I'm sure they're struggling with these same things, right? It's just a simple, how are you doing? Or, or how'd this week go for you? I mean, you can figure out the questions. You're in those environments. You should know um, what those friends or coworkers need some of those simple questions might help start a conversation and and maybe it leads to spiritual things maybe you talk to them about Jesus maybe you just check in and and you help them understand that you care and that makes a big difference that's that command that Jesus says love your neighbor love one another i mean part of loving them is just listening and being there for them right um, because you have to figure this out and, and it's, it's a hard place. And I understand that this has been a really hard season, um, for a lot of us, but if you can get through the frustration, if you can get through the anger, if you can get through, um, all of those negative emotions and get to this place where, Hey, maybe there's a reason for this. Uh, God said in, in, in Jeremiah that, before you were born, he knew you and had a plan for your life. And God knew you ahead of time. God has placed you in this moment for this reason. So what is that? Find the meaning in your life. God has a plan for you. Think about that. 
Think about who is in your life right now. Not necessarily what you're doing or those aspirations or things, but who is in your life? Who is around you? And who does God want you to talk to today or check in on it today? Give them a call. Give them a text and see how they're doing. And then Paul says to the church in Ephesus, in Ephesians 2, Paul says, we are his workmanship created in advance to do good works. God made you specifically with the skills that you have and the passions that you have and the vision that you have. And how are you going to use that? And not only did he make you in a special and unique way with skills and abilities, um, Paul reminds us that God has set aside things for you to do today. He set good works in advance for you to do. If you have some awareness and if you just take a moment and look around and see what is needed around your life, who in your life needs something? Is there somebody that you need to connect to? Um, Is there something that you just need to do as a service to somebody? Um, Think about that. Pray about that. See if God opens up these opportunities for you and I'm I'm pretty sure that he will. God God wants to use you to share his light. When when Jesus says, you are the light of the world, he means he wants to use you to bring light to the world. God set these things, these works in advance for us to do, and you're the one that he is empowering to do it. If you're a follower of Jesus, there are things for you to do in this place, in this life, and God wants you to do those. And so it's really exciting to think about the fact that, yeah, there's a lot going on in the world, and yeah, we're kind of stuck in the place that we're in, but who is stuck with us? And what opportunities do we have because of the people that are here with us? And see, see about that. Think about that. Who, who is in your life that you can reach out to? Because there are some things that you can do and there are things that only you can do. I don't know where you're living. I don't know who your friends are. I don't know who your family is and I may never meet them and that's okay. The great thing about it is God placed you there. And you are specifically created and gifted to be able to move into this time and and do something really cool about it. There's a story in the book of Esther where um, she is appointed for this time. She's told she has a very specific job to do. And uh, long story short, she has to go before the king and and plead her case uh, really just to save her people. And the reality is as she walks into this room, the king has the power to basically send her to death right in that moment. And um, you should go read the book. It's a, it's a really good book. It's not too long, but it's a great story of God's provision and, uh, and how he appoints this person and, and some other people around her to make a change for this entire nation of people. And so as she walks in, um, she has this moment where she could make a choice. I mean, she could turn away. She could not do the thing that she feels God has called her to do to fight for her people. Um, but she walks up anyway, knowing full well that literally that moment could be her last moment um, and, and says, please, you know, help. And the king, in his mercy, says, okay. And it's such a great story. Um, and it's such a great moment to know that God set all those things up in advance. And, and as we read through multiple promises throughout the Bible, God has made you in advance and thought about you in advance and set things up for you to do in advance. And sure, it may not be 
as exciting as walking in front of the king and pleading for an entire nation. Um, but it may be helping your kids learn about an ultimate future with God, an eternal life. It may be teaching your kids how to be good and, and how to live uh, a right life and not make bad decisions. It may be connecting with a coworker who is really hurting and, and needs some hope in this really sad and, and broken time. Um, and you may change the course of their lives forever by pointing them to the hope that you have and the hope in God. I don't know. I don't know what your situation is. Only you do. But that's the great and amazing thing about it. You have this opportunity and you can lean into that. And I, I just keep talking to people who are afraid. I keep talking to people who are frustrated and I get it. And I have those emotions too. believe me, ask my family about me. Uh, I've been frustrated through this time as well. But if we move past that and we move into the opportunities that God is giving every one of us during this time, we may notice that there are some great opportunities here. And um, we have we have these we have these possibilities that that we can lean into with relationships that God has already placed us in. So who is that going to be? Take a minute and just pray about that today. Figure out who is in your life that you can reach out to and encourage um, and and maybe just check in on and, and see. Um, this is a moment and I, and I just pray that you really grab it and, and don't let it go by. None of us knows what tomorrow is really going to bring. None of us knows what the rest of the year is going to look like. Um, but we have this day and this day is a gift for us. Um, and we have a God that is not surprised by all of this. He's not surprised by the shutdown. He's not surprised um, by the economy. He's not surprised by this uh, sickness. God knows and, and God is it still wants to work in you. If you are breathing, you are able to do the work of God. And I just pray that you do that today. I pray that you lean into that today. And in spite of all the hurt that is going on, you can be the agent of change and you can bring the healing of God into this world. And I just pray that you utilize that today. God can use this situation for good. God can use you for good. Um, God can help you and your family learn to follow him better through this whole situation. And I pray that he does that. Um, all you have to do is show up. All you have to do is be present. Don't go through the Netflix catalog again and and watch everything that they have. Don't spend so many hours uh, streaming TV or, or just wasting time, but... Um, and, and I know all of us need to unplug, that's fine. Uh, but, but think about your day and think about what can you do today to lean into someone's life and bring the hope of God to them, bring the presence of God into this world. Um, we talked about the fruit of the spirit the other day, but, but what can you do with your love or joy or peace or patience or the kindness that you have, the goodness, the gentleness, the even your self-control? Can your self-control, rather than being reckless, help set a good example for somebody else? All of these things are, are great things that, that we need to lean into as, as followers of Christ. And how can you do that today? So be intentional, show up, seek God, and you will find him. Again, if you are not quite there yourself and you haven't found these things and you're struggling with the anger and the frustration, 
I get it. Um, I just hope that you would take a moment to unplug. Um, again, starting in Scripture, reading through Scripture is a great place to begin to unwind from all of that negative emotion. Um, I hope that you do that. I hope that you do that daily. I hope that you do that today. If you haven't already, spend some moments with God and um, pray. And you can be honest in your prayers. God knows you. God knows your heart. Read through some of the Psalms and you'll see that some of the writers of Psalms were very honest with God and were very, uh, you would almost say, angry with God for some of the situations they found themselves in. God can take it. And God already knows your heart, so he just wants you to be honest with the feelings that you have. And so as you pray to him, just admit all that and then ask for his peace and then ask for his joy, ask for his hope. Um, And as Paul says, the peace that goes beyond even our understanding will fill you. And you may not feel it right away, but that is the truth that God has for us, that God is working in us. If you are a believer, his spirit will work in you and through you and transform you from the inside out in a way that we can't really even understand. But that is the business that God is in, the business of changing lives. And your business, as Paul says, the works that God has for you is to be that light and to lean into the relationships, the conversations, those things that are around you that God has placed around you. So I hope that you do that today. I hope this is encouraging to you. um, And I hope that you continue to subscribe, listen to what we're doing here. We're trying to make a difference and help you with your faith um, as you are the church in this world and with your life in the public square. Um, This is your time to shine as the light of God uh, in this dark world. Thanks for being with us today. God bless. As always, thanks for joining us here at Church Public. I hope you like and subscribe. Um, rate us if you can and uh, check us out on social media, Church Public on Twitter and Instagram and all the places. Um, I hope that you have a great day and I hope this is encouraging to you. As always, love God, love others, and keep the faith. <laughs>